Joining me right now is UFC welterweight Max Griffin. He'll be fighting on February 2nd at UFC on ESPN Plus 2 versus Tiago Alves. What's going on, Max? What's up, man? I'm good. Good. Very Long good. day of training. It's good to be home. The UFC welterweight division is kind of in a weird place right now. You got, like, Tyrone Woodley and Usman and... Covington and their little soap opera that's going on. You got Covington going around <laughs> doing his media tours right now, talking crazy about the UFC. What are your thoughts when you sit back and watch that? You know, um, I get it. You know, I mean, Kobe was the interim champion. They kind of did him dirty. You know, Dana said you get that fight. Um, Woodley didn't want it. And now Usman steps in. Um... I feel Kobe. I get it. But I wouldn't be saying fuck Dana Wyatt at the same time, you know. Um, I don't know how that's going to develop. I don't think it's going to be good for Kobe, you know. Just uh, you can't talk shit about your boss. You just can't. Not if you want to stay employed. And that goes not just for UFC. I don't care if you're working at Burger King, you know. You can't <laughs> say, you know, fuck your boss and all that and if, you know, and get a raise. You wrong, yeah, you know, it's uh, it's bad business. But I get it. I understand. I I understand where he's coming from. Um, and we'll see what happens. It makes it a lot more open with the rankings, and, and it's not so solidified right now, which is good. It's good for me. Yeah. Good for everybody. Do you feel that when you get up to that top five rankings, you know, and you're almost at the title, or you're fighting for the title, you need to be. In the media, you need to be talking crazy. You need to kind of draw attention to yourself. Do you think that's something that is required at that level? Sometimes. Um, like even just now, like Usman doesn't talk that much. And he got it, you know. So, But then you got guys, Till, and these other guys that talk a lot and get in there. It's a mix. It, it, it's, it's, it's so strategic. You know, I mean, you had Mike Perry running his lips. You know, he got that Cerrone fight. So it just kind of depends on uh, depends if they like you or not. I don't think they like Colby. I don't. Well, I guess, yeah. Probably not now, you know. <laughs> not anymore. Your last appearance in the Octagon was against Curtis Millinder at UFC 226. Mm -hmm. Was there anything in that fight that surprised you about Millinder when you were facing off with him? He he's good at not getting hit and avoiding avoiding damage and um but no, you know, we knew he tried to come steal the rounds and he does just enough. It's not like he tries to win really. He just tries to ed you know, kinda edge you out. And I learned a little bit you know, I learned a lot I learned a lot from every fight. And that fight it, it's it's I don't feel like he's better than me in anything. So it's it's not about being the better guy, being in better shape all the time. It's mental. It's doing certain things, kind of being more strategic. Um, like, you know, getting that take then at the end of a round or don't want to flurry the last 10 seconds to to wow the judges. It's all it's all little shit, especially the, you get these close fights. I mean, he just fought uh, Sayar Bazaridia or whatever yeah. um, a couple weeks ago and beat the brakes off him. Um, and they shot all those highlights, you know, Curtis's highlights about whooping on, um, what's his name? 
uh, Tiago, but not one of me fighting him. You know what I mean? So it's like, you're not going to show none of that? or. But, you know, I talked to him. Um, he actually went to the hospital after the fight for a few hours. He had a bad concussion, couldn't talk, and all this shit. So fighting's crazy, man. Um, it is what it is, you know? You learn, though. It's about learning to get better. Were there any moments in that fight, now that you look back, where you could have capitalized and maybe turned the tide in that fight? Yeah. You know, um, the first round went my way, got the takedown. But I took some nasty knees in that fight, man. I took him down. I was like, oh, shit, let me let me take him down again. And uh, try to take him down again. He threw the, the nastiest knee, man. I'm telling you, it's those knees that make you just want to just crumble, put you away. But uh, I kept moving forward. Um yeah, you know, I I I kind of fed into his game because he just wants to stand there. So it's it's hard to angle in. I mean, he's taller, so you got to come in, right? He's tall, and he's good at using his reach. So, you know, maybe move around more, ate some more shots, came in there. You know, just one more takedown would have won it, you know? So it's stuff that's that close. We just got to train to make it not so close, you know? Too close for comfort. Now you're starting off the year. You're heading back to Brazil. This is your second time in your UFC career. Did you have culture shock on your first trip? No. Uh, the flight was long. I'll tell you that. Um, 15, 16 hour flight. Took forever to get there. But once we landed, uh, you felt like you were in Brazil. Um the air was sticky. The air is, like, thick. It's hard to explain. Mm. But it's muggy. Um, but it was nice. Um, we went to we went to Sao Paulo. And in the background, we saw the favelas. Just like you think on TV. You see all the stuff in the background. But we were in a nice part. Sorry. Um, yeah, we were in a nice location. And um, it was beautiful. The people are beautiful. They're so nice. The food's good. People are friendly. I like it. So when I had a chance to go back, yeah, I'd love to go back. You know, so I'm going back. Now your opponent, Tiago Alves, former title contender. While he's still dangerous, do you believe he has plateaued in his progression, you know, studying him? Yeah, I mean, he's not getting much better. But I know that um, he's still dangerous. He's still a killer. He's still Tiago Pitbull Alves. I grew up watching that guy. I grew up um, loving Tiago Alves. When he came out, and I'd check him out. And he was one of the true pioneers, I feel. Um, and I was looking back at past fights. He fought GSP 10 years ago. I'm like, so those fights aren't even really relevant. You know, to, to study and all that, but he's been doing it for so long. The thing about him, he's so crafty. He's he's a true veteran. He's been in there with GSP. He's been in there with all these Matt Hughes. He's been in there with these guys that are legends. So, you know, I've just been watching my stuff, and um, I got some stuff that's going to work on him. So I, I want these fights, you know. I want to fight these guys that 
are guys that you can put a feather in your cap for. You know, I fought it when you're old. I fought I beat a Tiago Alves and I did this. You know what I mean? It's get something to say. I don't want to beat some schlub, you know, that no one knows. I go out swinging, you know. Yeah, huge but, opportunity. If you compare Alves to any of your previous opponents, who is the most similar to him? I'd say body-wise, I'd say kind of like a Mike Perry. Um, there's a lot of similar, similar characteristics. They're like bulls, you know, both of them. Um, I feel Mike Perry has better hands, more power in his hands, but Thiago got those leg kicks, head kicks. He's a true Muay Thai guy, Muay Thai specialist. Um, but he's real stationary. You know, he has a slower pace, doesn't like to move around that much. He'll move around for maybe a round and he kind of slows down. And uh, I'm looking to push the pace, bring it to them, especially in Brazil. I mean, they they want to see you die in there. So I'm uh, I'm very excited to go in there. Yeah, last time I was down there, I got fight of the night bonus. So they like me down there. And uh, I'm ready to rumble, man. Yeah, the money's always lovely to get at the end of the day, <laughs> right? Yeah, that's what it's for. Good. It's good. Yeah, Brazil treats me right, man. Um, training's good. Training's good. I'm at uh, Marinobles Kickboxing. I'm at MMA Gold. I'm at Carnage Jiu-Jitsu. And I'm also going to the PI, the um, UFC Performance Institute. I'm going out there every trying – trying to get out there every two, three weeks. Um, you know – do the physical therapy, my SNC, my nutrition, and I'm also going to Extreme Couture on them out there as well. Um, so they got a lot of good guys, a lot of high level guys. I'm also going to try to stop by One Kicks. That's Chitty Bang Nokajuani and Anthony Nokajuani. Um, I was out there too, and I'm actually going to Vegas tomorrow. I'm going there in the morning. So I'll be there Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, get some cross training in, make sure my vitals are good. And uh, get dialed. It's good. Have you been able to find anybody to emulate Alves' style? Yeah, there's shorter guys. There's some shorter guys. We're just trying to to make it perfect, no. But we got guys throwing the hooks. We got guys maybe not that caliber of that size that good. But we got guys that are boxers that are better boxers than him at that size. Even some guys better kickers, but not boxers. You know what I mean? So we're mixing it up. Get, you know, it's just a smaller. Sh he doesn't have much reach. Um, I think it's seventy. Mine's about seventy-six. So I got some range on them, and I just have to use it. I have to use it on them. Have you added anything new to your regimen? Any recovery or anything like that? I'm always trying to find the newest and the best recovery. I got my room together. I moved I moved to my home a few months ago. But I've always wanted, like, a recovery room. But I got, like, my Normatex here, my Theragun, my sauna, my massage table, my rolling table. I got all this stuff that I could actually do at home now. So I've been recovering a lot more. I just got out the float tank today. I'm doing that. Um, I got new new uh, guy, Massage Messiah, doing a lot of serious body work on me. So 
as I'm getting older, man, and just, just more wise, you can't just beat the shit out your body every day. You have to rest. I'm actually getting sleep now. I don't know if it was on my own or not, but sleep is so important. Sleep is ridiculous. I mean, I used to go to bed about midnight, one in the morning, wake up at six just to go run. But you're really doing your body almost more damage by sleep by sleeping for five hours than you are to actually get a seven, eight hour sleep. And then I run later in the day. Um, I'm also what I have um, earned or learned is a lot more about stretching, man. I used to never stretch. Wasn't trying to be real mobile. I'm so tight. So I've been working with Russ Dunning at Kime Physical Therapy and we're we're getting it in, man. I'm more flexible than I've ever been. And it's it's going a long way, making stuff easier. Just being more mobile. I mean, I stretch for at least an hour a day now. I when when it was maybe five minutes a day. So I'm looking forward to to using everything I got. Well, you sound like you just have an extremely elite level of uh like your training regimen is so elite <laughs> now where you have all these different places where you're training and then you got the PI helping you out and now you 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 you've made these adjustments to like stretching and all these things. It's incredible, man, to hear that uh you are doing all these things. Now, you made your UFC debut in 2016. Now it is 2019. What can we expect from you this year? With everything you have done. Time, man. It's time. The fights that I lost were close. You know, um, I could easily be 5-1, you know, right now. You know, I had a couple close fights, you know. If, you know, close fights. It's just... The smallest thing, like even if, if you look at all the fights, even the Kobe fight, that was like, whoa, that's the UFC, we're in the UFC now, you know. That was like a mind thing. That was a mental thing. But if you look at the past fights, my second fight knocked the guy out, ultimate fighter winner and under a minute. Next fight, um, went to Brazil, fought Dos Santos, who's never been knocked, never been dropped. Um, almost put him away two times, came back, got fight of the night. Smashed on Mike Perry, um, biggest underdog of the night. Whooped him on Fox, and then uh, fought Millender in the close fight. You know, could have gone in. So I'm just on the edge. Just it's this little shit, man. I'm just this close to just pulverizing everyone I come in contact with. I'm telling you, it's just the puzzle pieces. It's I'm like a race car. I'm just tuning. Once everything's tuned, man, it's a wrap. And I believe that. All the stuff I am adding with my body and the recovery and just being more mindful, man. The stretching and it's it's small shit. It's it's small shit. It's seconds, milliseconds that that win fights. So I'm ironing that stuff out and I'm ready to make this run. All wins, win all these fights this year. Beat Tiago, beat the next guy, get new contract, and uh, march my way to the top ten, top five. Definitely, man, it, and it all starts in Brazil against a Brazilian, a Brazilian legend, you can say, man, and and it'd yeah, be incredible man. to start your run this year against a guy like that with a big win, and then you get another guy, you know, in the maybe on the fringe of the top fifteen. Who knows? Yeah. By the end of the year, you would be in the top fifteen. Is that a goal of yours? Yeah, my goal is top ten this year. I feel uh, 
Yeah, I mean, it, even if you just look look at other guys who's fought. Um, I beat up Mike Perry, right? So he had two losses back-to-back. He lost to Ponzinibbio, lost to me. He barely beat Paul Felder. And then he fights Cerrone on the main card, on the main event, you know, co-main. So UFC, man, it, you're one win away from headlining. Mm-hmm. You're one win away. You know what I mean? A big win away, even a half-ass win. I mean, he barely beat Paul Felder. That was mm-hmm. a close fight. And he's co-main event on the UFC 25th anniversary card. You know what I mean? So yeah. in this game, man, you just got to fuck people up, man. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> smile. They like it. And then if they like you, they'll do something with you. For sure, so. man. All right, Max. Thanks for your time and uh, good luck on your fight. It's going to be I'm, – I'm excited for this one because it's a huge opportunity for you. Yeah, no, thank you. Thanks for reaching out. Um, I appreciate it, man. And we'll talk after the win. No doubt. All right.